Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me this week, it's Tyler. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I, well, uh, besides being exhausted from, you know, working 60 hours a week, you know, just the stress of, you know, being out there uh, during, you know, the times uh, <laughs> that has been going on for over a year now. Um, but yeah, it's still still a little bit stressful. But yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm making money. <laughs> yeah, making money, making plans. Uh, that that's uh, that's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's been a crazy week for me too. Just you know, sometimes I'm my job pisses me off, and other times I'm just thankful that I have a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with everything that's going on, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I just I, when you work as much as I I did, um, you don't have that much time to spend all the money you're making. No, definitely so, not. <laughs> so really, it's just a game. For me, of watching the numbers go up, and uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. I, the money number is going up, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. I got to spend some of that money in a, in a traitorous in a traitorous fashion. <laughs> An Xbox Series X, uh, it's it's on its way. I am I'm going to play in, in the next generation of consoles, um, but <laughs> it's going to be a little bit longer before I get a PS5 because. I just can't get one. Yeah, they're hard to find. I mean, at least unless I, unless I want to drive all the way to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then you don't want to do that. Um, yeah. yeah, at least you'll be able to be playing a lot of a lot of different stuff on these consoles. And then the moves Microsoft's making with Game Pass, I think that Series X will be very worth it. You know, mm-hmm. especially considering a lot of those games come to the console. Game Pass yes. and not just PC or something. Like Outriders, for example. You'll be able to play that, check that out if you wanted to. And Yeah. And I'm really curious uh, how that uh, quick resume in will work for you, too. Oh, yes. So, And I heard, I mean, I've been hearing contextually from a lot of people I listen to that uh, smart delivery is a lot better than whatever the fuck PlayStation is doing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh yeah, definitely. Because the whole... Uh, I was reading about this Marvel's Avengers thing and what you got to do on PlayStation to get your save from PS4 to PS5. It's insane. Like, you have to install the game on PS4, or the PS4 version, upload your save to some fucking cloud, and then down, and then download the PS5 version, and then download Buying your save. It. And it's like, what? the fucking shit like i just installed um the master chief collection and gears 5 on my pc on the pc game pass dude yeah. i boot it up and it's like everything i've done is there like yep. all my stats uh-huh. everything and that's just going from xbox to pc so uh, you know i imagine within xbox it's still just as good it's like microsoft has that figured out and sony does not and it's really really frustrating 
Because just seeing how smooth that worked, it, I was my mind was like blown. I'm like, dude, the, here's all my stats after playing this game for six years or however long it's been now. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think part of that. I mean, it's obvious, like why that is to me at least. Uh, like, just Microsoft has that Windows platform, and it's all based around Windows. Yeah. Like they've been yeah. working with this for forever since like even since before even getting into video games mm-hmm. like they've yeah but microsoft is primarily built on that windows right that is uh, yeah that is a good point but it's just like uh, to me like so there has to be a better way for sony to do some of this stuff you know yeah just there, they, yeah I'm, I'm not making any <laughs> excuses for sony i'm just trying to mm-hmm. trying to explain that mm-hmm. uh, like microsoft like their thing is operating systems. That that is their thing, and that that's like that's half the work to towards just getting things to work this seamlessly. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I have one of those on the way. It's coming at the end of the month. I will finally be introduced to Mister Ray Tracing, um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you to see these loading speeds too. Oh, like, yes. Just to when when you first experience it, it's just it is unbelievable. It's it's mind blowing. Like uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. I'm playing Yakuza like a dragon, the PS5 version, okay. and and like there it seems like there's a decent amount of loading screens in that game. Um, and dude, it's just like lightning fast. You don't even get a chance to read whatever text is on that loading screen. It's just, like, oh, literally yeah. that fast from one thing to the next. And I'm like, all right. Like, <laughs> this is this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Well, let's just get into it. I mean, you mentioned you're playing Yakuza 7. Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, you're, you're playing it. You're playing a Yakuza game. <laughs> I am, yeah. Definitely. And I'm, uh, I feel like this game clicked with me so much more this recent time that I played played a decent chunk of it. I'm into... I'm at the very beginning of chapter three. Um, So I went through this whole prison thing and some other things. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it just kind of clicked with me more. I think this story is really fascinating and a lot of the characters are really good so far that I've run into. And I I just, uh, yeah, I really like Ichiban Kasuga. I think he's just an amazing character. And really yeah. excited to see where that goes, and it's 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 interesting to see, you know how how he's so conflicted because of what he he does early on here for his boss and everything. It's like, damn, dude, like <laughs> your loyalty is amazing, but it's also, you know, it could be kind of your downfall a little bit too, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, the story's just going to some really interesting places, and and I also really it, it clicked with me more because there's a, just an early on section of combat where you know it's just basically like you're going through a dungeon, and so oh, then yes. the the combat clicked with me more, and now I have another party member, and so the strategies you know, are working out, and and you know I'm just really excited to see where that goes as I get new skills and party members and all that stuff and yeah it's 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 a really i think it's impressive to me you know because sometimes rpgs can really take a long time to get going 
And even in the early hours, I just find this game so fascinating, which I think only speaks for how good it is and gets me very excited about where it's going to go because I know it's just going to get better probably um, in just about every way. I'm, I'm really, really excited to play more. I'm about four hours in, I think, my okay. play clock right. says. So uh, I, I've... I kind of forget how the chapters break up. Are did you wake up in a in a place? Yes. So I woke okay. up in like a in Yokohama. Yeah, I, I'm in Yokohama. Yes, and I the last thing I some dude taught me to like look under like vending machines for extra money <laughs> yes. and stuff. And now I have to basically go make money. Um, uh-huh. So there's there's a couple different places I got to go. That's basically where I stopped. Um, yeah. Don't. <laughs> That yes, it is. It, it's it's great. Uh, have you done can collecting yet? Not yet. No. no. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a lot of that game to go still. Yeah. Um. It is. It is a very long game. Um. A lot of stuff to do though, and I. I I am very excited for you to uh you know, learn more about these characters that you 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 have. I I mean I I know Ichiban is a really just a really good dude. But like, there, th- you have other party members to meet, and uh, mm-hmm. they're all, they all have their special brand of whatever that team does <laughs> with characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many party members can you get, like oh, in your Christ. party at once? So like, you're getting. Hmm, there will be a point where you think you have the party, and then like you'll gain like two or three more oh, wow. uh, towards the end of the game. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Um, but yeah, it's like, I want to say there's seven party members Wow, that you can get. Um, yeah, and they all have their own stories, and uh, some of them are attached to the main story, and, you know, others are kind of more loose around that. Um, and yeah, I... I yeah, I, I don't... I want you to keep playing Yakuza because I, I think you're going to really like where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. The game's also funny, too. Like, yes, there's several moments funny. that I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, this, this writing's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, I have to ask, like, I play these games in Japanese with uh, English subtitles. Are you playing with the English VO? Yeah, I am. With okay. English. English VO. and Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, it's kind of corny sometimes, but... Uh-huh. Uh, but it 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 works for what it what it's going for and what this game is. I think. Well, I mean, to be honest, the the Japanese VO is pretty corny as well. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's it's uh, yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Good good to hear you're playing Yakuza. Uh, is there any any? I mean. Yeah, I know of a thing we played together, but like it, mm-hmm. anything else you've been yeah time for? I finished the first Hitman as well this week. Um, okay. So I did Colorado and Hokkaido, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. Colorado was kind of a pain in the ass, um, uh-huh. but I did I did enjoy myself. There's some really fun. Um, situations in in like you know disguises that you can get and i went down a, this one rabbit hole with one of the 
one of the targets he had to take out where I, I was kind of like almost blackmailing her in a way. Like I told her mm-hmm. I, I had to meet her somewhere. And I met her there, and then she's like, ah, I just need to be alone. So her bodyguards walked away. I then hopped out of this little shack, grabbed this axe that was stuck in a tree, and then just threw this axe right in her face. Um, and it was <laughs> it was amazing. And, yeah, and it was just, that game is really satisfying in a really weird way with that stuff. Um, really weird, burnerous way. Um, cause another guy in that one, I just kind of like stood at a distance and shot him in the face and no one saw me and I just walked away and I'm like, this is just fucking sweet. Um, yeah, there's some, it was really, really interesting. I, the, the way hit me, the way these games are made, just a sandbox they kind of put you in and how creative you can get, um, and the freedom you have, it's just, it's, it's really good. So. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Hokkaido was really interesting as well. I thought Hokkaido was so stunning visually. Um, oh, yes. that, that place is so fucking cool uh, that they designed. and um, So I, I really liked that. I ended up... What did I end up doing? I ended up uh, disguising myself as a helicopter pilot who was meeting with the chief surgeon for mm-hmm. this one guy to take out and then kind of went in that way and... <laughs> It was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, so, yeah. going to be playing a lot more Hitman. Moving on to Hitman Two now. So, going to be getting yeah, into I, some of them. Yeah, I for Hokkaido, I did a different thing to kill that that guy who was getting the heart transplant. I simply uh, managed to work my way into where the replacement heart was <laughs> was stored, and uh, I basically threw the heart he was supposed to get transplanted in into the trash holy (laughs) shit oh that's amazing that's awesome yeah wow yeah it's they they do a very they do a special animation for it too like where you're just grabbing it out of its storage you squeeze it in your hand and you toss it into a trash bin holy shit that's brutal i Uh, love it yeah it's great yeah i like i i think hitman is hitman like it's it has like I mean, like, yeah, I feel like there's a similarity there where, like, there's this serious story going on, but it's ridiculous what's happening along the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the, the, at the end of that game, some of the reveals and, and cutscenes and everything, I'm like, why am I so intrigued by this? Like, it's corny uh-huh. as hell. And, and yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's amazing. Some of that stuff. All right. So, so at the end of that, that, I think, yeah, you met the constant at the end. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Be ready to hear more from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hey man, it's it's a it's a great game. I'm glad I've played through those levels now and moved on to Hitman 2, which I remember playing that one level with you and Keith that one time we were hanging out in Hitman yeah. 2, and then I remember I think I watched Keith that might have been that same night. I, I can't remember. But I remember I think I watched Keith play the the one at the racetrack. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing playing those levels again. See what else is there and getting Hitman 3 here soon. Mm-hmm. So those games are cool. I mean, they're, they're, they're so replayable. But if you really just wanted to play through those levels and get that story, 
I mean, that game's probably less than 10 hours. I mean, I probably finished it in maybe six or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado was definitely the longest level. That level almost took me an hour to get through. Um, yeah. Because it's I mean, very complicated, and you know, there's four targets you got to take out and everything, so... Yeah, Hitman. Um, the other thing I played is I started Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. On oh yeah, PS3. That game, yeah, is really it's all coming back to me because, like I said, I've always kind of considered this one to be my favorite Ratchet and Clank. We'll see how I feel about it. I guess playing through it in modern day uh, lens through, also just knowing where Ratchet goes gameplay-wise and everything with the PS4 and PS3 versions, and then soon here, PS5. Um, but even just immediately, like, this game's just so much better playing than going Commando. Um, the weapons are better they and more fun. There's more upgrades to them. The kind of systems of Ratchet, so, like, lock-on, strafing just feels so much better. Um, the economy of the game is a lot better too like i'm able to they just give you a lot more bolts basically um so you're able to get a lot more weapons way faster you're able to get armor way faster um and just it just it's fun i mean that's that's the joy of ratchet is playing with a bunch of different weapons and and upgrading them um so yeah it's just overall i'm i'm really really excited to get back to playing this game i I played the first couple levels and and a couple other things just i'm like man i totally forgot about this like the captain quark levels uh there's like kind of weird side scrolling levels that you got to do um so i'm working on them right now or the first one and yeah no like the the story is interesting and the music is a lot better and yeah, this game, I think out of that that original trilogy is is by far the most superior one. Oh yeah. Um, which I know. I, I still think those old I think those games still hold up. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I think they're still fun to play. Yeah, definitely. And like I, I really enjoyed myself playing Going Commando and it and then you know now I'm on Up Your Arsenal and you know it's still a really good game and it still I think I mean, obviously, it's 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 a PS2 game, so it's not, like, the prettiest thing in the world. But even visually, like, it doesn't look that bad. Like, you know, it has that kind of just colorful art style to it that still still stands out. Um, there, there are some things, like, there's an early CG level cutscene, and that stuff doesn't look too good, too good compared to <laughs> CG now. But, but yeah, it's, it's great, and I'm... Really looking forward to playing through this one again, too. Um, awesome. So, uh, yeah, and then I, I I finished Super Mario 3D World, which was fantastic. Um, really recommend that game. And then I ended up, like I kind of said a little bit ago, playing uh, some Halo Master Chief Collection, which is just amazing. So, mm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all, that's uh, all I played myself. All right. Uh, all right, I guess I'll get my stuff out of the way here real quick since, you know, I, I didn't have much time to play video games. I am playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV still. I've been 
dabbling around like different aspects of the game that I just didn't touch before, like uh, beast tribes, getting my rep doing those stories and get my reputation up with with them. Uh, been leveling a new class, uh, the warrior, uh, which is a tank class. Um, just yeah, just uh, poking around at the edges where you know I'm not as familiar. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, Are they dropping any new major content before this expansion comes out? Uh, there is a patch uh, coming, I think, April 13th, uh, the 5.5 patch, which will conclude the Near Raid series. Um, and I I forget what else is going in there, but there's other story stuff to lead up to the, uh, the next expansion mm. in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the last of the series of trials, the diamond weapon, is going to drop as well in that patch. Mm -hmm. um, unless they do a patch between that and the and the expansion too. Um, yeah, uh, there's there's still plenty to play in Final Fantasy uh, fourteen. <laughs> uh, there, imagine this: an MMO has a shit ton of content I just haven't seen, even like five hundred and fifty hours in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I, I dipped back into football manager. Oh boy. And I, when I say dipped, I really do mean I just dipped back into it. Like I have gone through about a month's worth of time and that, that would be a lot during like in the, in the middle of the season when you're actually playing games, but this is the off season. So a month can go by pretty quickly. Uh, and in the... My first week back, I was I was offered a job at a, at a bigger club, and uh, I took it um, in the French first division FC Metz. Uh, it's yeah, uh, technically a bigger club, but also like not as big in their league. They're they're a mid-table team in the in in uh, League One in France. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, they were having kind of a mid-season break at the time. Uh, players came back from their international break. I believe it, it was a... I, I forget what international competition was happening, but that doesn't matter. They all came back, and we have we have a series of friendly games. I have actually played two of them, and, uh... Tyler, I've, I've got some work to do with this team. <laughs> <laughs> so our first friendly was against some Scottish team I don't know very well called Motherwell. Um, and we conceded a goal in the very first minute of the match. Oh, it was wow. friendly. Wow. And then 30 minutes late, later, we turned in an own goal and end up, ended up losing that game 3-0. <laughs> Man. And at that point, I was like, have I made a mistake? Have I made a mistake in in taking over this team that, I mean, at that point, I thought, wow, this team is garbage. I I was even at the point where I was like, can I convince some of the players from my old team to come over? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I and then I played a second match, which we uh, drew 2-2. Two to two. Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to feel it out, feel out what system is actually going to work with this, gr with this group of players. Um, so yeah, that's... I've got a project on my hand. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Um, other than that, I mean, I started playing Bravely Default 2 last night. Ooh. 
Is that um, good? I mean, yeah. Well, I I played like an hour of a JRPG, yeah. so <laughs> as hard much to, as I can say, yeah, hard to tell. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I do like the Bravely Default system, uh, the the Braves and the Defaults, uh, the, how you store action point battle points they call it in this game to unleash a burst later um yeah i mean i like that system uh the characters so far are kind of goofy but i i like them uh yeah i we'll, we'll see uh, but yeah we played some more divinity last last week mm -hmm. um i like that game <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah no it's it's a it's a fantastic game and yeah so we worked our way through um the black cove which was really fun um i just love when that happens and when you get in those situations in divinity where it's just you're kind of stuck here there's a lot of fighting to do a lot of uh -huh. a lot of things to find and get into and yeah, it's it's always a good time. So that was that was a lot of fun to work work through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. I just realized something. Uh, there was a puzzle where uh, we had to teleport across a gap, and we only had one character who properly knew the telekinesis spell. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if we could just we could have just thrown one of the teleportation pyramids over on there. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would probably do it. Yeah. Uh all right. But uh <laughs> yeah, we're trying to figure out this this whole murder thing, some learn some new stuff, but it's Yeah, we found a bloody out. knife, but apparently that's not enough evidence. Yeah. Um and apparently the guard the the the, the captain of the legion uh wanted us I mean we we discovered a another murder plot. Uh, yeah, we were actually contracted to murder an orc lady, um, who was working as a librarian. Seemed perfectly fine, but this this dude um, allowed some tragedies of the past to uh, determine like he, that he was just going to live his life as a as a racist. Mm -hmm. So uh, we decided to uh, have him arrested. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Um, yeah, seemed like the game kind of bugged a bit but yeah yeah, yeah. definitely but yeah it was, uh, it was an interesting story nonetheless yeah um yeah we have to solve this murder i i'm at the point where i'm like we've spent a lot of time trying to solve this murder maybe we should just we should look up how to solve this murder <laughs> i yeah I, I wouldn't be opposed to looking up because I feel like we found a lot of stuff. We found a lot of stuff about it. I just feel like there's something we're missing that to connect it all. Yeah, and I was even thinking about it, you know, over this week. I'm like, man, I just I don't even know where where to go or who to talk to. I mean, we've I feel like we've been in every building and we've talked to like everybody. I just don't know who we're missing or yeah. what we're missing to to get a little. You know, maybe that extra evidence that we need. Yeah, and, like, it's not like there isn't things we can do besides that. Like, there, there is a whole area of the map that we were underleveled for. I'm curious where we're at now in regards to that. Yeah, I think... What, are we level 7? Yeah, 6 or 7. I think, yeah, and, and everyone up there was 8, so we might be able to, to take that on. Okay. Yeah, I mean... 
there, there's plenty of game to see yet. Uh, yeah. We are very much in the first area. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, really enjoying it though. I'm I we're we're gathering some more skills. Uh, I have to learn to not shock you and <laughs> and stun you all the time with with uh, with Jahan. Um, his air spells. Yeah, I. I'm realizing now that, like, oh yeah, uh, while these elemental things are really cool, they can backfire big time. Oh yeah. If you're not paying attention. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. Um, yeah. And it seems like that's all you've got. So, there's plenty of news to talk about this week. Yeah. Give uh, me. I mean, you can go ahead and start talking about some news. My internet just went out on my PC where I have all the news pulled up. So I just got to basically unplug my Wi-Fi thing and plug it back in. That should be okay. So give me like a minute maybe. Yeah, give it a little jiggle around there. I'm just going to sit here and try to decide where to start here because there's there's some stuff spread around here. And... uh, None. Of, I don't think there's any particularly one big news story. I mean, just by looking here. Uh, but, you know, as is the theme with uh, with just where I am in my life and my opinions on things, I think it is apt to uh, bash a CEO who was a piece of shit. Uh, and, uh, well, okay. I'm not sure... About him personally, but uh, Bobby Kotick, uh, Activision CEO, is taking record bonuses, like million-dollar bonuses in stock, and in, in a year that, like we've we've seen the statistics, video games have been booming. Like, yeah, video games are doing really fucking well, but Activision are laying off fifty to one hundred and ninety employees. At the same time, Bobby Kotick is getting a. Uh, a two hundred million dollar bonus, uh, and uh, I think that is fucking gross. Like, I get it. Like, if the bonus is big, like, like Bobby Kota can take his bonus, whatever. Like, it's been a record year for video games. But like, how the fuck are you laying off that many employees when you're making so so much money over this year? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Tyler, are you there? Huh, seems like... Um, did it? Huh. Huh. Alright. Well, it looks like we lost uh, Tyler's recording here for a bit. We'll, we'll just take a quick break here until he gets that sorted. Um, all right. All right, we got Tyler back here, uh, talking about this Activision thing. Uh, Tyler, you heard everything I said, right? Yeah, I heard pretty much all of it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, a little bit gross, (laughs) a little bit gross, uh, to take, like, I mean, the bonus is one thing, but, like, it's a record year in games. Like, you don't, you don't have to lay it, lay all these people off, like, Especially, like, not everyone's vaccinated. The pandemic is not over yet. And, like, I'm not saying that vaccination will be the end of 
of all things, but it, it's, it will certainly help, but, like, we are certainly not at the end of the pandemic, and, like, they're still, they're, they're just gonna lay off all these employees in a record year, revenue year, like, what, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand that, and I, I agree with that. It's, it's a thing of, like, Activision doesn't, necessarily have to lay these employees off and i'm sure that they could find um other things for them to work on um because a lot of these employees are a decent number of them seem to be coming from the esports side Mm -hmm. there's been no live events really so things like overwatch league their call of duty stuff all that has been greatly greatly affected by it so on the business end i can understand laying those employees off but at the same time when when you tout record uh profits and your ceo gets uh this enormous bonus this uh just for keeping their stock at a certain you know price or whatever like it's fucked it it is totally totally fucked up and I, i just i don't know i just think they could probably find a Another way to keep some of these employees on, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and then also just to rub it in, like, yeah, okay, they're getting ninety days of health care uh, or or ninety days of um, severance and health benefits for up to a year. That stuff's great. Um, but then, like, the two hundred dollar gift card to BattleNet? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's just like, what oh, that's the hell? so gross. That is one of the most gross Activision things to ever the, that can ever happen. Yeah, it's it's totally fucked up. But I don't know. this company's yeah. just how, pretty, how about you pay us now? <laughs> yeah, definitely. This company's just pretty ruthless to uh, the employees that are, you know, doing doing a lot of the hard work. Whereas the uh, executive team just keeps on going and keeps on getting all these bonuses and it's a little fucked it's completely fucked actually um yeah I just yeah I it's not like video games are the only place it's happening like at this like at the very early stages of the pandemic like I guess to draw a little bit of draw some lines here like between esports and uh, and uh, and traditional sports like i saw like a lot of layoffs for the the football team i support uh arsenal like they they laid off a shit ton of employees like within the first couple months of the pandemic and it's it was gross then this is still pretty fucking gross like and it's all just just to protect like a bottom line and it's like what what the hell are we doing here? Hmm. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they can't afford to uh, support these people through through like these unprecedented times. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, yeah, I business is one thing, but like at a certain point, like it business is just fucking gross. Yeah. And at a certain point, all these numbers are all made up, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> As we yeah. saw with like the GameStop stock stuff, it's it's like what is the ongoing on GameStop here? stock stuff? Like, it, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy out there. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What Do we have anything else here from Activision? No. I don't think so. No. All right, well... Uh, do you want to talk about the Square event? I actually managed to watch the uh, Square Enix Presents uh, video. Uh, we, yeah, we, we can get into it. I didn't get to watch it, but I watched a lot of the big trailers and everything. Yeah, so uh, Square Enix did their own independent presentation, which they intend to follow up. I mean, it was announced at the end that they are going to have a summer Square Enix Presents. Uh, but... Uh, this spring event, they they had a couple of announcements, and including I, your your favorite video game, <sighs> Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying it because I lost that bet and I still owe you. <laughs> I have I, I I just say that to remind myself that I still owe you dinner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we got we got a list of announcements here. Uh, they did say ahead of time that Life is Strange is the big thing. Uh, going into this, um, and personally, I feel like yeah, that was the big thing. Life is Strange Two Color, True Colors, uh, coming out September tenth this year, uh, starring Alex Chen. Um, I thought this trailer was really fucking good. <laughs> uh, I I will always love Life is Strange. Like I feel like those games always always hit. Um, and yeah, this this one seems really good. Uh, the notable thing for Life is Strange: True Colors, um, it it is no longer episodic. Uh, they're going to release the whole game at once, but there will be chapter breaks if you choose to take a break between them. Uh, so I think I think that's the best solution for this because I feel like a lot of like a lot of what they did with the episodic stuff, they did leave these chapters off at like at good good spots to like take a break and come back to it later. Uh, so I like to see that option still there. Yeah, I uh, I think we've seen re- over a number of years now that episodic stuff just really doesn't work that well in video games, and you know, Life is Strange um, going to just here's the full game. I think is is a smart move. Um, I thought this trailer was fantastic as well, and. I think a lot of these characters seem like they could be pretty interesting. And then one thing I noticed, too, is I just felt like with what they showed off in that trailer, that visually it seems a little bit of a step up. Like that that first town that you see seemed very detailed and, and alive compared to some other things in Life is Strange. And So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for this. And it also reminded me of, like, I still have to play Life is Strange, too. And I don't yes, know why that I game is that. very good. <laughs> yeah, because I loved the first one and Before the Storm, so I, have, I don't know why I didn't really play the second one, so I'm going to hopefully get around to that soon. Yeah, so. and I mean, I don't know how much to the point they do this on purpose, but they always seem to be pretty topical about like the games they release. I, Life is Strange 2 deals a lot with... Uh, the uh, Latino immigrant like experience, uh, and like with the recent um, events of anti-Asian violence, like this, the lead character is an Asian American woman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I, I doubt they could have done that on purpose. Yeah, they even said they like they said they started working on this game since 2017. So, like, 
the racism always existed. Like it, it's always existed in society. It's just like people have acted out on it um, recently. Um, so like, I, I I'm just curious. To, like, how do they how do they always seem to keep hitting on these things? Yeah. Um, Very true. Uh, also, alongside this, there will be a Life is Strange remastered collection coming out this fall. Uh, it'll include Life is Strange and Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll get those. Yeah. Also, with Life is Strange True Colors, it's being developed by Deck Nine, who did uh, Before the Storm. So it's yeah. not being developed by Adult Nod, but Before the Storm was great, and then. So I, I have no doubts that this will be just as good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there were other things happening at this Square Enix event. Um, you're going to get Black Panther in Marvel's Avengers. Yep. Which, personally, I feel like... I I don't know. Like, Is that thing going to really pop off? Is, is, is Black... Like, I know Black Panther is hugely popular, but, like, it kind of seems like a waste to put Black Panther in this game. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I would much rather just see a Black Panther video game. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm getting Maybe, at. yeah, being developed by, like, Crystal Dynamics or someone else, because Black Panther's a really fascinating character. Wakanda's a really fascinating place. And uh, that would be awesome to see. So, will Black Panther get people back into Avengers? I think there's a much better chance with that than Hawkeye. Um, but I, I still don't know. Like, I'm intrigued by this, but I don't. I still just don't think I'm going to come back to this. Tyler, I. So I, I mentioned I watched this whole thing, and while I was watching the Hawkeye presentation, I'm like, "Damn, this game looks boring as fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like, and it seemed pretty obvious too because like they show like a little bit too much gameplay and then cut to something else. Like they show like they show the they show gameplay of doing the same kind of combat uh, cycle. Like, the same rotation, I guess, of abilities mm-hmm. a couple of times. And then, like, it's almost like they're self-aware of, like, they know what they're doing there is bad. And so they cut to something else, but then they go ahead and just do it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I look at the gameplay in Marvel's Avengers and I'm like, a lot of, there are a lot of suckers who bought this because it was a Marvel game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay at times. It can be fun, but... Um, it's definitely not as deep as some of these other live service games. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like, like that's the thing. Like coming back to Avengers, I'm sure the first time playing Black Panther, it's like, yeah, this is cool. Or being in Wakanda, like, fuck yeah, Wakanda is a cool place. But then, you know, I'm sure once you kind of work through the initial story or content, whatever, however they do those things that, it'll wear off again and you'll be like uh what do i do now um and i mean they they announced like a whole roadmap of stuff of different events um and in 
kind of challenges and harm room stuff, and I'm like, eh. Like, the harm room stuff is okay. It's kind of lame, ultimately, and it's just... Ulti- like, to me, I just found that it's like it's a way to, to learn the characters, basically, and learn their abilities more. But mm-hmm. beyond that, it's like, why would I want to keep replaying this harm room shit? Like, what am I doing? Um... <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's going to be a really interesting year for Avengers. I'm really curious where it'll be at the end of the year. I mean, so Black Panther and this War for Wakanda expansion is not coming until the summer. Um, And then, you know, they also spoke about Spider-Man, which is only on PlayStation still. Just reminding everyone, which is fucking stupid. Um... (laughs) But Spider-Man's not going to be coming before Black Panther. So Spider-Man's coming way after that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's... It's not good. It's not a good look. I, I don't... I, I don't know. Is it, does Marvel's Avengers survive the year? Yeah. I think it does. I think it's... Um... Uh, I mean, like... Do they at the end of the year? Do they have a plan for Marvel's Avengers going yeah. forward? I, I think they do, but I'm I'm just really curious where that player base is going to be. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a plan. Will they want to execute that plan? Considering how much money they've lost on this game, yeah. you know, I don't know. Hey, uh. hey. Uh, there's there's a lot of small stuff they announced as well. I, I I'm, I'm just going to briefly go over some of the stuff that I don't give a shit about, if you don't mind. <laughs> go uh, for it. Just Cause Mobile. Eh. Uh, an AR Space Invaders game, mobile game. Balan Wonderland. Mm. Bubble Bobble Four Friend Four Friends. The Baron is back. What? Uh, <laughs> Darius Cosmic Revelation. What? What the fuck is that title? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or Daria. That's yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then Toho Spell Bubble, which looked like a match three. Whatever the fuck. Uh, they are making another Project Hitman Sniper Assassin. Uh, uh, there's a Hitman Sniper Assassins game, I guess. I guess Square Enix is still allowed to make a Hitman. Yeah. I, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, I wonder if whatever deal they made, um, IO and Square Enix, if Square was like, hey, we you know, we can make uh, mobile games. I'm sure IO doesn't give a flying fuck about making a Hitman mobile game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird thing. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I guess there, I guess there's a business deal there. Uh, other business deals, Outriders, um, go, was announced this week, I believe, to be coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass. They also showed yeah. a little gameplay trailer. Uh, yeah. That that's a thing that's coming out this year. Yeah, April first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really need to play that demo and see because part of it me is like, yeah, I think I can enjoy this, and then part of me is like, it's game just kind of doesn't look that exciting. 
Some of the dialogue's just so fucking bad. <laughs> just listening to it. I don't know. I'm really curious how that game's going to do coming out here soon. Yeah. Yeah, I... I guess... <laughs> I, I guess I might play it once I get my Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other thing they did, uh, a title announcement for Project Athia in a small trailer. Uh, Forspoken is what that game is called. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a very short teaser trailer, um, but I do like the, the, the line, is that a fucking dragon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it looked... Yeah, I mean, as much as you can derive from this very short trailer, it it looked all right. Yeah. I'm intrigued because it seems like a a Final Fantasy-ish universe with this just kind of ordinary, yeah, I mean they literally say it like an ordinary woman in in this, like she just seems kind of like a normal person. So I'm really curious how how do those two end up being smashed together? Um, and then also some of the gameplay they showed at the end, her just kind of zipping around. I'm like, cool. Didn't seem like there was a lot there. Now I know this game's still well over a year out, but but um, yeah, I'm intrigued by this game. I'm probably not going to think about this game and ever again until they bring it up again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ultimately. But I mean, uh, it could be neat for sure. Uh, I, yeah. I think the only other thing I have with this is I think it's just kind of a fucking crime how Tomb Raider is being treated. Oh, the yeah. 25th anniversary. Uh-huh. Like, are you kidding me? Like, okay, a bundle mean? bundle of these games and going into Fortnite with the Croft Manor. That's like... the ultimate honor. If you're in Fortnite, <laughs> that is the ultimate honor. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Anymore it is, but... <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just can't believe Square's not doing anything else for it. Maybe they maybe they will, but man, Tomb Raider's a, a really kind of important video game franchise and to not do anything on a twenty fifth anniversary is crazy. But then again yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of year left, but it doesn't seem like Nintendo really is doing anything for Zelda, maybe. I don't know. No. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just fucked. Yeah. But. Alright. Uh, I guess to round out... I mean, this wasn't the Square event. Um, but... Oh, wait, no. I, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for... There's a Final Fantasy VII thing here. And I'm looking for... Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. Uh, there is no... Final... There is no Final Fantasy remake DLC planned. Uh, the studio is focused on a sequel. So the this Yuffie episode seems to be a standalone thing, it sounds. Um, yeah, this is weird. Huh. Yeah, so it sounded like this, this uh, kind of interview with Nomura is kind of interesting how he framed everything, because he said... Uh, quote, we do not have any any plans for DLC at this time. Sorting out the development environment on PS5 for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate meant that moving on to the development of the sequel is much smoother. We are now prioritizing the roadmap for completing the next game. If we do, 
if we do think about more DLC, then it will probably come after the sequel is finished. And then he further went on and said, due to the nature of the upgrade system, it is the result of us having to label the new Yuffie sections as DLC. However, the original intent, intent was to create a PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake and not to produce DLC. Mm. <laughs> kind of weird. So, so the DLC happened by accident. <laughs> Basically, it sounded like they were just working on this version, and I guess to understand PS5 more, they made some new stuff, and here it is. And they kind of yeah. didn't really think about it, uh, doing DLC for this game. And it makes me wonder how long this Yuffie content's going to be because um, it sounds like kind of maybe uh, came through pretty quickly maybe yeah maybe you know I'd be happy if it was like two or three hours yeah you know what? Uh, I like short games and short yeah. experiences because I just don't have that much time anymore yeah I need so, to finish that Final Fantasy 7 remake <laughs> you really do it's so good it's, I love it um but yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm okay with no DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake because that game. There's a lot there. It's a nice 30, 40 hour game, and I want to see more of where that story is going. So the sooner we can get the sequel, the better to me, rather than getting a bunch of DLC. Yeah. I mean, they they they've already gone down the road of creating a a vast web of Final Fantasy 7 content. Yeah. Like you remember all the Final yep. Fantasy 7 based games back then. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh what do we have? Fucking shit. There's a lot of a lot of news. Yeah, I threw uh, I threw one more Sony story in our okay. Sony rock yeah, the, block then at the end. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Jade Raymond. Yeah. Um Recently uh, let go by Google Stadia. <laughs> uh, Jade Raymond now has a, has their own studio called Haven, uh, and they're working on a PlayStation exclusive IP, a brand new IP. Uh, sounds, yeah, an independent studio, but creating a an IP for for PlayStation. Where, where have we heard that before? From 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 I, Kojima. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it seems like the exact same situation here. Like, uh, video game head goes to create their own studio uh, and creates a an exclusive game for uh, for Sony. Yeah, while remaining independent. So, yeah, uh, we'll see what this is. Uh, Jade Raymond, like, I that was that was. The hope for Google Stadia is a, is a game from her, and uh, didn't happen. Kind of hasn't happened for her for a, for a little bit here. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what this game is. Yeah, I think it's intriguing for sure, but it's not a Kojima level, like, holy shit, this is a big deal to me. And I, I say that only because... It's not 100% her fault either, for sure. It's just Jade Raymond hasn't really shipped a game in a long time. Mm. So, you know, I think it's it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh my god, yeah, 
this this could be cool and um but it but it does have a lot of potential because she obviously does know what she's doing she's done a lot of great stuff in this industry it's just been a long time since she shipped anything so uh, and then also this studio, like, they don't even have a logo. Like, this is, like, very brand new. Um, yes. So it's going to be a really, really long time before we see anything from it. Um, and I hope that they do ship a game. And I feel like partnering with PlayStation, you know, they, they have a good good chance of putting a game out. What I'm also just really curious about is, are they going to do a AAA game? Or are they mm. going to be doing something smaller? Because um, I, uh, I mean, Sony's kind of been partnering with some indies here early on the PS5 generation, but we saw at the end of PS4, they just they didn't give a flying fuck about indies anymore, really. Yeah. They just wanted massive AAA games. So I'm I'm curious what what the size of this game's going to be. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like that, like that's that's like at least three or four years out. You got to imagine, right? Yeah, definitely. That, that's how long it typically takes to make a video game. Is like at least three years. Four is probably a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, but uh, even then, like it seems like, yeah, games take a while to make, and uh, if this is just getting started now, we're not going to see it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, man, she so she was at Ubisoft, then she went to, and that's where she did the most of her stuff, obviously, the biggest one being yeah. Assassin's Creed, but then she went to EA Motive, which, for Star Wars, which didn't fully work out, I mean, they did some stuff, not as much as they probably should have, and then went to Google, which, you know, I feel like, yeah, yeah I, like that, that just wasn't a... A great move, but at the same time, it's Google. Like, they have a lot of money. They probably... I want to know how they pitched her. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to turn around and, and to lay off their entire development team just sucks. So Yeah, and, like, I mean, it's got to be demotivating to see... Like, to be developing a game for a platform that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh and I, I also struggle to uh, judge her based on her time at EA because EA kind of doesn't have the greatest track record of letting creators do what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they've they've publicly said otherwise recently. Um, but, yeah. yeah, but definitely during the time she was there. Yeah. You know, it was different EA. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What do we have here? Uh, let's let's get on let's get on some positive news here. We got some more play, PlayStation Play at Home games coming. Free video games. They're free fucking games, Tyler. Uh, yeah, and free outside of PlayStation Plus too. Yeah, so. you don't even you don't even have to subscribe. Uh, legitimately free. No caveats. Uh, there are ten ten games. Um, and uh, this this thing you, you you linked me here too does not have the ten games listed. <laughs> I don't uh, think they do up top. Up top. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just not in a, when I want when I want a list. Yeah. <laughs> I want it in a bullet form so I can count how many are on that list. Uh, but the games here are 
Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, Res Infinite, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Paper Beast, and Thumper. And then, uh, also, Horizon Zero Dawn, Complete Edition. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive list of games, I think. Um, I also think this means the, the next Horizon game is coming this year. Yeah, definitely. I think it's interesting how Sony's been using this play-at-home thing to give their game away for free to probably build hype for the next one. Yeah, I mean, Ratchet & Clank is coming out in May. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, really cool. Really cool. Go out and grab these if you don't have them. I, I think I have most of these games, though. Yeah, I th- I think I, I have a I have a number of them, but um, I think I'm even going to add a couple of these because you can just kind of claim them to add some of these PlayStation VR games because mm. of yes. something we're about to talk about here soon. So definitely go check all these out. Yeah, Tyler mentioning VR here. Well, we've got a glimpse of the next generation of PlayStation VR. Uh, we've got controllers for the ps5 version of psvr uh it's it's the hand orb yep and i've been thinking about the hand orb for a little bit um some speculate it's because of inside out tracking i speculate they are hand guards so when you smack your hand against something it hits the controller and not your hand (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i mean that's that's mostly a joke but yeah uh I have hit my hand on things while in VR. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, they look like more mo- They definitely look more modern than the uh, PlayStation dildo controllers. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they they look a little bit like the um, Oculus controllers a little bit. Yeah. Um, and... They're definitely incorporating a lot more things into them, so it's going to be a much better experience. I, I can imagine than using the Move controllers. They're going to have the adaptive triggers and haptic feedback that's in a DualSense controller, which I'm sure that will be very cool because those are some great things. Um, they're also going to be doing finger touch detection. Um, it can detect your fingers without any pressing, uh, without any pressing in the areas where you place your thumb, index or middle fingers and they're saying that'll help with more natural gestures uh, tracking and that's the thing with these controllers too like the the move controllers needed the camera this will all be done with the headset basically yes. with this tracking which is awesome so yeah I think it's it's a it's a cool design I mean it's hard to um, Kind of like with the dual sense when they revealed that. It's like, yeah, this is cool, but, you know, until you get your hands on it, it's a little hard to tell. But I just think right off the bat that you'll get a much better VR experience out of this than you did with the Move controllers for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. I wonder what... Th- they haven't revealed the new headset yet, have they? No, they have not. So, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be as easy to put on as, uh, as, yeah. as uh, the current PSVR. I, I would hope so because the PSVR limited times I've used it is very comfortable. And yeah. 
I would imagine, you know, that's certainly one of the things that made PSVR kind of stand out more. And I would imagine that Sony wants to keep keep that continuing. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the headset uh, and more so the price. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> kind of like there's a, there are you know Matt Moss Astrobot Rescue Mission. I would love to play those games, but I guess we'll just have to see see on the price and then see what support it gets and. Yeah, they they also they revealed these controllers because just Sony's announcements over the past year have been very random, and you know they revealed the Dual Sense because it was probably going to leak because they were sending yeah. it out. Same thing here; they're about to send these out to developers. So I said, "Fuck it, why not? Let's yeah. reveal it." Uh, speaking of "fuck it, why not?" Uh, Sony Interactive and entertainment uh is acquiring evo in partnership with uh, uh with others they, they they have acquired evo sony yeah. owns evo yeah um but this is sony interactive entertainment is kind of a step above the playstation brand um so i'm curious like i mean the games were already being played on playstation platforms for the most part the exception of you know Smash Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. which we'll see what happens with that. Um, so yeah, I, I get, I guess, uh, I guess, hmm, maybe this was an opportunistic move with with not having live events. Evo was at its lowest points, and this is when you want to buy into it. Yeah, definitely, and I, it also it just seems like a really random purchase to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. I don't know. I just don't really understand why PlayStation needs Evo. Like, Evo needs PlayStation more than PlayStation needs Evo. Um, and not having Evo last year, I mean, they were going to. But then that, that didn't really happen because of their CEO. Um, so, you know, I, I hope this ends up working out for Evo for sure. I think the biggest thing is, like, Nintendo commented, but they didn't say, like, yeah, we're still going to participate in Evo. They didn't outright say that, and I think it would be a huge blow to Evo to not have Smash Brothers there. And so I hope that, you know, it it still remains pretty open, um, even with Sony owning it. Mm, Yeah. Ah. I mean, I, I imagine that uh, this 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 just secures that uh, Evo will always be on like the games will always be on PlayStation platforms now because mm-hmm. I think wasn't there a time like in the Xbox 360 era where like they were it swapped back and forth like there? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Imagine like it's just it usually is just the more pa- popular platform that gets it gets on like that evo uses but like if this yeah. is this is the thing that's happening i guess playstation has a secure fan base all fighting game fans will now buy a playstation like no matter how bad it gets <laughs> yeah i mean it's it uh yeah it's it, i can i can see that for sure sony's kind of locking down this this uh, genre a little bit more on their platform than than others. I also, I mean, it's not like a 
a blow for blow sort of thing, and it's it's just funny to kind of think about it. I saw someone commenting of like, um, you know, Microsoft buys Bethesda, and Sony's like, well, we have Evo. <laughs> well, you know, this, about. this is a thing. Like, well, we got to stop Microsoft from buying Capcom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get Evo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, um, and you just keep wanting to put in TV shows in in, in our news here mm-hmm. for Sony. You just want to talk about this Last of Us. T- How about you just talk to us about this Last of Us HBO show? Yeah, I have nothing to say. There's not much here. It's just more of confirmation of what they're trying to do with this show. So the this season of the HBO show will. Be, will adapt the entire first Last of Us game. But uh, they said it'll deviate greatly in certain spots because we're they're creating something you're going to watch where a video game you're playing. It's like two totally different things. Um, so that's kind of what Neil Druckmann was talking about at South by Southwest um, here over the weekend. Of just Yeah, basically they're trying to tell that story of the first game, but expect differences because of just different mediums and i think everyone should should expect that and i'm curious to see what those differences are going to be he was trying to find a quote here but he was basically saying he 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 himself was like thinking it's kind of weird looking at the script and seeing that there are certain uh moments that are pretty much word for word from his script in yeah. from the first game, but then there's there's other things that are are different. So, um, you know, they gotta adapt it for what they what they're going for, which is TV. And I don't know, curious to see where it goes, but otherwise, yeah, not but too much there. They kind of do have to put a put a piece of rebar through uh, Pat, Pedro <laughs> Pascal, don't they? <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hope <laughs> not. That 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 scene was brutal. And they have to get the drafts. If there's no drafts in this show, then fuck it. Yeah. You know? It's a garbage show. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of garbage, uh, Cyberpunk 20. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry to everyone who likes Cyberpunk 2077. Be- a, because you have bad taste, and B, because I might be a, a little bit unfair here. Uh, <laughs> but there's a patch that they cite is going to fix some things Cyberpunk 2077 uh some frame rate stuff the the police somehow spawning like behind you like out of nowhere uh some of the things they're addressing <laughs> um yeah it seems like th- I feel like this game has a long way to go oh yeah oh yeah Definitely. I mean, yeah, so the the police thing, which is probably the biggest thing in this patch and definitely the most, most like, uh, egregious thing, like, just watching any footage of that police system just angered me. I'm like, this yeah. is bad, dude. This is, like, straight up some stuff that would happen on a, in a PS2 game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, when you're trying to make a, a game that is so immersive and alive just to have something like that just takes you so out of it 
Um, so it's good that they're working on that. They're also working on some other driving things, which is good because the driving in that game is not good. Um, but yeah, like you said, long ways to go. Yeah. For uh, Cyberpunk. Uh, and a little bit longer to go before you see Gotham Knights. Uh, follow up to the uh, Batman Arkham games, uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, not coming until 2022. Nope. Um, the Batman co-op video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, all right. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't say too much else, just that they need more time. But, you know, I I did see this and was a little bit bummed because I'm, like, really ready for this game and for um, for this, like, universe, basically. Um, and I was really hoping to, hoping that they could get it out this year. But, you know, whatever. 2022 makes sense. Also... Just makes me think Rocksteady's game is not coming out in 2022 then, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe they launch this in the first quarter and Suicide Squad towards the end of the year, but yeah. It's it's showing, I think right now too, not that there's nothing coming out, but it's all, I think the impact of the development uh, process during this pandemic is kind of being felt starting to be felt right now because you know the release calendar is a little bit sparse a lot of big games are being delayed i'm just really curious what the rest of the year looks like in terms of like is there any new i'm sure there probably is but is there any new triple a games that are going to be announced or is it going to be a year of of indies you know uh yeah, I mean, well, some of these games that have been delayed might come out this year, including Dying Light 2, which yeah. was indefinitely delayed last year. Yes. I mean, they did not even give give this year as a window, um, but they have now come out and said that they are targeting a 2021 release. Uh, yeah, Dying Light 2. I, I feel like this... We, when was that E3 trailer? That seemed like a long time ago. Oh, man, ago. 2018? Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, and like they had some interesting things going on in that in that trailer with like the different choices you making and impacting the world. Um, but yeah, it's been a long. This thing has been, this thing has been out there for a long time. Yeah, and I think there was a, a report from the gamer. I think the gamer. Yeah, I. Well, let, me, let me find that quick. Who is yeah, the gamer? The gamer, which is which is a website. Um, okay, but they did a report on this game of just how um, the culture over there and the work environment isn't maybe isn't the greatest, um, mm. and they they kind of are constantly changing shit based off of their CEO's comments and all sorts of stuff. So kind of explains why this game's been taking so long. Plus, I mean, at least their initial pitch of what this game is, of, you know, your choices really truly impact the world, and there's all this content that you won't see. If they're trying to do that for a massive open-world game that'll take you 30 hours to get through, that's probably a hell of a lot of work. Um, oh, yeah. And then also, you know, there... Um, they had to get rid of Chris Avalon, who was writing this game. So who knows if they had to 
you know, rework the script or maybe it wasn't done or I don't know. Um, so that could have, you know, affected development a lot more. But yeah, hoping for 2021. I, I don't I don't see that happening, though. But it, but it's at least good that they're talking about this game because uh, I felt like the narrative around it was not great and like this game was maybe not ever going to come out just based off of just it was one thing after another that we, we were hearing that was not positive about this game at all. Yeah, I I never played Dying Light. I'm going to admit that right now. I never played Dying Light. And, uh, yeah, I just, I hope Dying Light 2 does well, but I'm not sure, like, it, I feel like it, Dying Light had its moment. Yeah, like, I... At, at, at a certain point, I feel like Dying Light had its moment, and it kind of missed that moment to to carry it forward. Potentially. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I guess if they really land on what they were what they're hoping to go for with this game, it could work out for them. Otherwise, yeah, they, they might have missed their moment. I played Dying Light for I forget how many hours, and, and I enjoyed myself. For some reason, I stopped playing it, and I kind of can't remember what that was now. Um, the game is co-op, like full-on full co-op, um, with up to four players, I think, which is kind of wild. Um and and I don't know if they've said if Dying Light Two's co-op or or not, but mm. we'll see. Yeah, it's a game that's always intrigued me, but I've never never really went back to it. Yeah. All right, uh, we got a last couple of things here. Uh, I get I for, I forgot that Two K is making golf games now, uh, but they are, uh, and they have. You're gonna call their game. They have a Tiger Woods ex- exclusivity deal. Tiger Woods, wasn't he, like, in a bad car accident recently? Yeah, he was. He was. Yep, and hey, he had to have, like, pretty immediate surgery because his legs were all fucked up and stuff. Um, yeah, is that but, dude even going to golf anymore? I, man, I, I, it, I don't know. It's going to be a hell of a long time before he gets back to it um, because of these injuries. And then even before... The, his injuries, he was having a lot of back problems and stuff. I think he's had like five different surgeries on his back and everything. So who knows if he'll he'll get back to it. But if he does, it's going to be a really long time. But but he's going to be the face of 2K's golf games. Yeah. I, I guess as much as like, I don't know how much they're going to be able to use him. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Tiger Woods, I think even not golfing is still the biggest golfer by name. In I mean, he's just one of the uh-huh. biggest athletes in the world. Um, so putting him on the box of your game just sells. Um, mm. And also, Two K is buying HB Studios, who they who made the golf club and they partnered with for PGA Tour Two K Twenty One this past year. So kind of weird though because. Uh, EA made Tiger Woods games for yeah. a long time until I forget, I forget what the last one was. And yeah, now... up until like he cheated <laughs> on his wife. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And um, now, uh, aren't they on Rory McIlroy now, or did they move on from him? They did Rory McIlroy, but then he stopped being good at golf, 
I think. <laughs> and no, then they didn't make more of those games. So I don't fucking know. I don't know. Huh. But yeah, now 2K has Tiger Woods. Kind of okay. interesting, right. I guess. That's got to mess with some databases out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've also got Scarlet Nexus. I forget what the fuck this game is. But apparently he put it in here because there's an anime coming out and it has a release date. Are you going to watch this anime? Is, no. that, is that what you're trying to tell me? You're going to watch the Scarlet <laughs> Nexus anime? Hell no. Hell no. No, I'm not watching this. But, yeah, this this game was announced at, like, a Microsoft event last year. Um, and, yeah, it's coming out on PS5 and PS4. Um, mm, June 25th. Yeah. It seems very anime. Maybe, maybe is, it, is this your sort of thing? You know, I'd, I'd have to do a little bit more research because I am a little bit particular about the anime I I indulge in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if it's... Hmm. Let's just... I, I'm going to say it. I, I'm not a pervert. That's that's the only thing I, I want to... That's why I have hesitancy is because a lot of anime is for perverts. And... Mm. Uh, yeah. I need to I need to do a little bit more research before I go, go all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think this is more of like an action game and everything too. But we'll see. June twenty fifth. Uh, and if you want to role play as a pervert, that's a thing you can do in Disco Elysium. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Disco Elysium. It's you. You play as a cop, uh, which is weird. Um, but they're they're putting out Disco Elysium, the final cut. Uh, it's going to hit consoles. Uh, what day is that? It says this month. Do they really mean March? Is this yep. coming out? March 30th. March 30th. Disco Elysium. Final Cut. It's going to have full voice acting. Um, it did have some voice acting before, but yeah, mm. having having it fully voice acted is pretty good. Uh, yeah, this is a really fucking interesting game. Yeah. A lot of... It's pretty much a game about, like, defining who who a character is. Like making choices based on like who you think this character is mm-hmm. um, yeah it looks looks interesting I, I might check it out I mean eventually. if you if you want to solve another murder that there, there's a murder to solve in this game <laughs> all right um, yeah. I, I just I do absolutely love the art style of this game though yeah it's, it's really cool yeah and I, I think it it is a very unique game in, like, the way its system works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the way, like, the way it tries to define your character based on your choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I recommend it. I have never, I didn't finish it, um, but, yeah, maybe when the, this version comes out, I think P, if you already own it on PC, you get this version for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. That's something to look forward to later this month. Uh, and that is all the news. Whew. Big week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, man. There's a lot a lot of stuff happening. Uh, maybe I... Maybe maybe I don't have to play video games to do this podcast. I could just go to, go to the news now. Yeah. Because I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that much time. I'm working 60 hours a week, man. It's not fun. Yeah. Takes a lot uh, out of you. Yeah. Ah, uh, but I I guess we'll we'll try to play some video games here. Uh, but to do that I have to end this podcast. <laughs> 
So, I'm going to do that. And in doing so, I have to tell you a couple of things, like where to contact us one way. It's via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Uh, give us a ratings, reviews, share us with your friends, all that good stuff. You know what to do. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Vroom, vroom. F1 next week, baby.